0: That irritating electronic whine. The telephone? Don't think it rang. If so, it's stopped now. Let them call back at a human hour. The neighbor's dog? Probably the dream, she decided, which had been stupefyingly tedious even to a sleeping mind. A cop's variation on the moving luggage from one place to another. Oh, God, I've lost one theme involving the transfer of prisoners one at a time from cell to hallway to van to hallway to cell each step accompanied by forms and signatures and telephone calls better than the hell of the last few days she thought but thank god i woke up before i died of boredom poor old gray cells too tired to come up with a decent dream back to sleep She reached up and circled her right arm around the pillow, pulled it under her with a wriggle of voluptuary delight, reached back over her shoulders for the covers, and pulled them over her head, and let go, deliciously, slippery as a fish into the deep, dark, still pond of sleep. Only to be snagged on the viciously sharp point of the doorbell and jerked rudely up into the cruel air. Her eyes flew open seconds later, the message reached the rest of her body. Sheets and blankets erupted. Feet hit the carpeting. Hand reached for dressing gown and found only the smooth wood of the closet door. Reached for suitcase and found it still locked tight. Reached for keys and found—she waved the search away in a gesture of futility. From behind a pair of swollen, grit-encrusted lids her eyes steered two distant feet through the obstacles of strewn suitcases, clothing, boots, jacket, toward the stairs, and all the while she was mumbling under her breath. It's Al. Bound to be. I'll kill him. Where's my gun? Hawkin? I'm going to blow you away, you bastard. I'm not on duty till tonight, and here you are with your jokes and your doughnuts at dawn. She picked up the bedside clock, put it down again. Near enough, Dawn. Christ, where'd I put those keys? Why'd I lock the goddamn suitcase anyway? It was only in the trunk of the car. Here's my gun. I could shoot off the lock, little padlock, break it off with my teeth. Oh, the hell with it. Most of me's covered. It's only Al. No, it can't be Al. He's off with Yanni somewhere that conference with the name not al must be the milkman ha funny girl just as likely to be a dinosaur or a dodo or christ almighty this last was delivered in a shout as the sleeve of a denim jacket discarded a very few hours before in the process of unburdening herself to fall into bed caught at her bare ankle and tried to throw her down the stairs She deflected herself off the newel and landed on all the knobs of the chair of the electric lift, which, as her last act before leaving the house, Lee had sent back up to the top, out of the way. An action Kate had thought at the time was merely thoughtful, but which, at some point during the last few days, she had decided was symbolic. Disentangling herself from the contraption... And rubbing her left thigh, Kate limped down the stairs, muttering and unkempt as a street person. A young, muscular, well-fed street person, wearing nothing but a navy blue silk tank top, a pair of Campbell plaid flannel boxer shorts, and a thin gold band on the ring finger of her left hand. She flipped on the door viewer and was surprised to see only the small porch and the street beyond no, wait. There was a head. The top of a head of dark hair bisected by a perfect sharp part. A child. Kate reached out both hands to turn Bolt and Knob. Look, kid, if you're out here at this ungodly hour selling Girl Scout cookies, I'm going to report you to- Jules? Is that you? The child on the doorstep nodded. A subdued movement, so unlike the...